Welcome to this week's edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Hope Go. Irene Liao is a senior executive that's worn many hats, first within the consumer luxury goods industry and then in the mass market snack food industry. In this week's edition of Taiwan Talk, Liao talks to us about what it took to make a career jump from luxury to mass market within a company once dominated by men before taking on the challenge of establishing a nutritious food startup in Vegan Joy. The reason I joined the luxury industry, you know, it wasn't for all the fancy things, you know, all the the glamorous um, things that people see. Because I had a genuine interest in French, that was, they would call it savoir-faire. So it's kind of like the craftsmanship, the history, the heritage. And during my time in the luxury industry, um, one thing I learned is that, you know, not only that you have the respect and also putting the effort to maintain what's being passed down by generations, but at the same time, you know, like the history, the people behind the brand, the products, I think those are the essence of what's important. And so I think the one thing I learned is branding, storytelling are vital in being able to establish that kind of connection with your consumer. And then you came back to Taiwan and then you did snack food. It was a lot of work. It was the toughest job I've ever had. But I think it's just because it's a family business and I'm the third generation. And we have about 400 employees. So bearing that responsibility for that many people and then, you know, having to make sure that, you know, I don't make any reform, per se, or any decision that will kind of backfire instead of moving forward but going in the wrong direction. So I think mentally and physically, they were both quite challenging. But um, but I'm very fortunate that, you know, even though we have most of our employees have been with the company for like a long, long time, you know, and a lot of them have been with the company since college and, you know, been with us for more than 25, 30 years. They were more than happy and willing to learn and make adaptations to how we can become a more efficient and modern company. How much of an issue, if it was an issue, was gender? I think gender might be part of the issue um, because before it was my grandfather, my father, my uncle was all, like, male. And for me, and I think for me, it was a combination of gender and also a lot of them watched me grow up. And also that, you know, I was in the luxury industry, had nothing to do with the food manufacturing. So most of them, they just kind of assume, I think rightly so, that I don't know the business. And so for me, you know, I spent a lot of time with different departments, different people, you know, even in the factory and all that, trying to be managing and also learning at the same time. But I think when you manage a company, doesn't matter which industry, there are certain fundamental principles. It applies all the same. So in a way, you know, I had to run the business, manage the company, but also at the same time, earned employees trust and respect. I remember the first week uh, in office, I dressed the way I used to when I was in the luxury business, in high heels and, you know, nice, fancy clothes. And I think it was like after a week, I was like, oh, no, you know, this is not, you know, I, I don't think they care, you know, how well I look. And so, you know, after that, it's like 
flats, you know, and just the practical clothing. So I can, you know, actually walk through the plants, the factories, and all that. Without breaking you know, anything. Without, or having to worry about, you know, I might slip or anything like that because in hills. So, yes, I think it, it was very interesting relationship in the beginning between me and our team members. You know, we're both evaluating each other. And I think at the end of the day, once they see that even though I am a woman and significantly younger, I think once they know that I'm Oyin and that I do anything that's only for the good of the company, then, you know, once you have their trust, it was no longer an issue. And I think for women uh, management, one thing that we bring to the table is the balance because a lot of time we have that luxury of doesn't have to be all very stern all the time and we can find that balance here and there to see how we would the best to mediate or even be assertive when we have to. What was the difference between taking on a legacy company mm. and starting something different? I think starting something brand new have and that has like nothing to do with the family business. For me, I think the biggest incentive is that, is that it's mine. It's a white sheet of paper. I don't bear any glory or burden from the family business. It's 100% my own in the way that, you know, I'm responsible for it and I can create and do it however I want it. And also, I'm 100% responsible for it. Yeah. So how does that feel? Um, it's nerve-wracking. I think, honestly, I think if I was a few years younger or even older, I probably wouldn't have the nerve to do it. I w- probably wouldn't have the nerve to become an entrepreneur. But I think now at 46 going on 47, with the experience that I've gained, I think it's the right time to to just dive in and, and, and start my own business. If you could pick one incident with your new company that might you might have bumped into with your old company, tell me how differently y- you handled the same incident across two different circumstances. One thing was really interesting that I, you know, I had to learn the hard way is that because when you represent a really well-known business or brand, when you talk to people, when you approach people about like collaborations or, you know, like all that, you get their full attention and you're always being put like to priorities. And you, most of the time you're in, you know, you're in the position of calling the shots. But starting your own brand new business as a small company, yeah, you don't, you don't get that kind of treatment. <laughs> and it's like, no, this is, the idea is good. You know, what we want to do is is good. And even with the standard of, of the big company, but yeah, but a lot of time you're just kind of being put on the back burner. And, um, and I think that's something that I had to really adjust my own pride in a way you know like if you have to beg literally in order to 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 get things done then yeah you yeah you just you have to do what you have to do to get to to get the job done what's the first thing you're going to do after you launch your product honestly i think i'll be just monitoring like the the sales record probably on a every three hours or something like that it just because 
it's taken us a year since you know registering the company to develop the products and everything, and also the branding, everything. You know, you're burning money every day, every day. But at the same time,、um, because we're in the food business, so for me, there's been a few times where I actually. Decided to delay the launching date because I wasn't satisfied with the product, whether it's the taste or the texture or even the packaging design, so on and so forth. And you know, my finance person, she's like, she's like,、mm, yeah, you need to like, <laughs> are you sure you want to delay again? You know.、Mm-hmm. But going back to the basic, going back to the root,、um, why I decided to start my own business and in the food-related sector is that. Because I genuinely believe、um, that food products are so important in our daily lives, and if I want to do anything, I want to do something that's genuinely good. And so, obviously, you know, if you want to do something good,、uh, a lot of times that、like、you there's no you cannot compromise on anything. And I think also it's, it's my own thing. I'm one hundred percent responsible for it. So I definitely want to present. My own brand and product in the best condition that I know it is in. You know, that's something that I, can, me myself,、uh, the shareholders, and also my team members that we are proud of. You were listening to Irene Liao, co-founder and general manager of Vegan Joy, and that does it for this week's edition of Taiwan Talk. Thank you for tuning in. <music>